I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. Twenty left in the third quarter. Red Blacks leading the Alouettes 24-13. Baseball tonight, still 2-0 for the Blue Jays. That now in the bottom of the eighth in Pittsburgh. Ryan Murray, the newest member of your Edmonton Oilers. He was on the show earlier. David Beard traded today. A couple of draft picks involved, one going each way. Jesse Gibbon is the new Elks offensive lineman. Just had Dave Campbell on the show. Not sure if Gibbon is going to play on uh, Monday, but Avery Ellis at practice today, the new D lineman who came over in a trade earlier this week. So uh, maybe expect to, to see him against the Stamps on Labor Day Monday. Okay, well, uh, th- this gentleman, I am thrilled to talk to him. According to his, I'll just read part of his Twitter, Twitter, uh, Twitter bio, comedy media guy based in Canada, NFL, CFL, Australian rules football, and more. He lists some of the uh, media platforms and shows that he's on, including the Elks Pick 6 show host. I am pleased to welcome to Inside Sports, Mick Ozzie. Mick, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir? Oh, thanks, Reed. I listened to 6.30, Chad, during the day, and first time I've been on. So, yeah, it's a pleasure. Looking forward to it. Well, uh, thanks for being willing to come on the show and have some laughs and tell your story. I mean, you and I, like, I've, I've followed you on Twitter for a bit. Uh, of course, uh, I think your account was recommended to me at some point or people retweeted it. And I thought, well, this guy seems like he's uh, he's pretty fun. And then we talked earlier this week and uh, we kind of said, well, you should come on the show. So, and, But I also said at the time, I, I don't want to know too much of your story because I want to legitimately be asking the question. So I'll start very generally. Uh, you're... Growing up, living in Australia, give me give me the nuts and bolts of your early years. Oh, I lived uh, north of Adelaide, a city, uh, small country town, loved playing Aussie rules football and loved playing tennis. My dad was a really good country tennis player, so he taught me and had some success at tennis, but loved Aussie football and uh, became successful selling AutoCAD, which is design software, and then came to Canada in March 1998 and managed a computer company in Vancouver and then started doing some media work. Yeah, Australia's a great place to grow up. Sport, sport, sport. That's all we do. Okay, so you mentioned Australian rules football and and you played tennis. Australia's had some excellent tennis players. What would you say are the most viewed sports in Australia? Like if you were to give me the top three that people follow. Oh, yeah, AFL, Australian Rules Football is number one, and the finals are on right now, so it's really exciting. The games are coming on again tonight at midnight. Then cricket would be number two, and then number three's probably changed a bit from tennis, maybe golf, maybe probably rugby league. There you go. Rugby league is probably third, along with golf and tennis and stuff like that. Okay. What's the... 
because I because I like watching Australian rules football when it's on. You mentioned midnight; it's not always on at the best hours for people to watch it live. Uh, what's the most misunderstood thing about Australian rules football by Canadians? Oh, without doubt, people think that it's rougher than NFL or CFL. Well, I disagree. Like, because when you grow up as a little kid, you start to learn and you learn how to avoid contact and learn how to avoid injury. Now, don't get me wrong. The danger with Aussie football compared to rugby is you can get that high-speed collision crash in Aussie football, whereas rugby's more dangerous in close. But I think NFL is way more dangerous because... Well, they're changing the rules. Luckily, now they don't protect the head. They never did. And look at the O-linemen bashing their head against the other guy 50 times a day. So look, I'm glad they're changing the rules in the NFL and CFL to protect the head. You don't need to do it. And taking out people's knees, that's terrible in the CFL and NFL. All right. I, I, I love how you're passionate and you, you bring a great perspective. I'm going to ask you about cricket. Uh, is it true like the matches still last like a week or have they done something to fix that? you're close (laughs) yeah the traditional test match is five days and one of my best mates lad is now in the Australian team Travis Head so I follow it more because of that India and Australia the top two countries five day tests are traditional then you have the one day games and now you have T20 cricket which is huge in India and massive massive money for the T20 IPL in India because they've got a billion people there and it's the number one sport yeah it's a huge sport and I I did know they have shortened the matches but I I wanted to get your perspective on it I I don't (laughs) I feel like I, I still don't totally like i feel like when i watch australian rules football i pretty much get it except for maybe some of the details or some of the penalties cricket i still don't always like i know what they're trying to do but i don't know how they decide when one team is done batting and the other team starts i'm still not clear on that oh it's fantastic actually there's a big tournament on in edmonton i'm pretty sure it's this weekend and mostly east indian players and my aussie mate plays hicksy and there was $100,000 up for grabs. So there's teams from all over Canada coming here to Edmonton. I went and watched last year. So, yeah, it's a massive sport around the world. Probably, you know, second or third. Soccer would be number one. Probably NBA basketball number two. And probably cricket third biggest worldwide. Yeah. Okay. So you gave us kind of the, the Coles notes of uh, you growing up in Australia. How did you wind up in Edmonton and how long have you been here? Oh, I've been here uh, eight years, and the reason is I first moved to Vancouver, and in 1999, I got a Grey Cup media pass. I did some media work with my buddy in Australia and sat in a Greg Norman interview. Got the media pass in 99 Grey Cup and had the most amazing weekend. I just filmed, filmed, filmed. There was digital cameras just came out. And then I lived in Vancouver twice. I lived in Calgary twice. Oh, don't hold that against me. I lived in Ottawa. And then about eight years ago, I nearly went home. I talked to my mum and I decided, no, I'm I'm due to come back. And I moved to Edmonton because I met so many good people at the spirit of Edmonton parties at Grey Cups. And I had a couple of Aussie mates here and it's really worked out for me. Well, and I can tell you're having a blast. Now, when did you, and I will get to the Warren Moon story, but when did you really get into the CFL were you aware of it when you lived in Australia or was it just the NFL I'm curious about when the CFL really became a passion for you 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. See, the show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I, I liked NFL in Australia. And back when I was young, we only got the Super Bowl on TV and it came on on a Monday afternoon, Monday morning. But I just thought it was, wow, look at this game. Then I came to Canada and I lived with a couple of fellas from Toronto and they didn't even tell me about the CFL. So went to a game in 1999 and it was Jeff Garcia versus Damon Allen and it was Halloween night and it was high scoring. I just fell in love with it and it was like having a beer back home. The fans were crazy. The security guards were a bit over the top picking on people. But I just thought it was fantastic. <laughs> Went back home and razzed up my Toronto mate for saying, how can you not like the CFL? That was fantastic. And then a couple of months later, got the Grey Cup media pass and oh, I went to 10 of the first 12 Grey Cups that I was here, I reckon. All right, and how did you come to be interviewed by Warren Moon, which is pretty cool, because I said this leading up to your interview. I, like a lot of people, have interviewed Warren Moon, but you got to be interviewed by Warren Moon. How did that happen? (laughs) Well, I thought I'd better send you the best stuff relative to Edmonton, and my girlfriend reckons it's (laughs) unbelievable. I was at Super Bowl 2004 in Houston, and me and my mate Renzi from from the show I go on, him and another mate from Montreal, flew to Calgary. Then we gunned it in my Ford Probe to Houston, and I was at Media Day, the Patriots Media Day, and the star players were up on the stalls and doing the speeches. I saw Warren Moon, and he's working for ABC in Houston. So I walked up to him and said, hey, Warren, I want to interview you. He said, hang on. He grabbed his cameraman and said, hey, come over here. He goes, I want to interview you. So he started interviewing me, and then I turned around and started asking him questions. So, yeah, absolute highlight, absolute legend he is, as you know. Okay, so you've kind of, um, like, is doing all the sports stuff, and, and, and like, you, you know, you, you're on a, you're on a new thing in New York, you do Sirius XM stuff. Is this your job, is doing a variety of jobs, or, or, or like, did you have another career and you do all this sports stuff kind of on the side as a passion? Oh, well, it's kind of changed over the years. I used to make between 20 and 30 grand a year on advertising on the web for like 10 years between my site and I bought a CFL site. And uh, then it kind of dropped about nine years ago. So I drive around the city for a very reputable company. I don't want to mention their name, but uh, drive around, listen to sports podcasts all day and then go on a few shows and trying to make more money on the web and just building it back up again. So have a great life and podcasts to listen to. It's just you get paid by someone else to listen to podcasts all day, kind of, you know? Uh, if people, I'm, I'm not, I'm not done with the questions. But if people want to follow you, it is Mick Ozzy, M Y K A U S S I E. You sent me. Uh, you also recommended another piece of video, Mick. I'll be straight up with you. I couldn't, I couldn't open it on my computer. I, I don't know what happened, but uh, you're going to tell the story that's going to make people feel like they've watched it and like I've watched it. What is the story with Pamela Anderson? <laughs> I caught so much great footage in 1999 for the three days. I made a movie. 
and I've kept editing it, and I've got like 12 edits. And uh, in 2005, well, hang on, 2003-ish, BC Lions had a had a big night. Oh, come to come to BC Place for Halloween. Get discovered like Pamela Anderson. So it was aimed at the hot chicks to get on on the screen and then get an acting role, right? Well, I bought this full-size cardboard cutout of Pamela Anderson in a Baywatch, uh, Baywatch, Baywatch bathers, and put the spare Aussie hat on her. So everyone's just laughing their head off. Well, then, as you probably know, in 2005, Scott Ackles, the BC Lions boss, he got Pamela up to be the parade marshal. So I'm standing in the media section with standing with the cardboard cutout. She drives past in this car. And the guy next to her just sees me and just starts laughing. So she she says to me, you put some clothes on her. I said, don't worry, I'm keeping you warm. So it's just hilarious and a lot of fun. And I reckon 500 people wanted pictures with this cardboard cutout about three days of Grey Cup. It was unbelievable. All right. So how many, sorry, how many Grey Cups are you up to now? How many have you been to? I think it's 14. I've missed a few lately, obviously COVID. I went to the one in Calgary uh, a couple of years ago, then the one here, of course. I missed Regina a few times because you can't get accommodation. That's a bit of a, a bit of a worry. But, um, yeah, I've 14. I don't go every year to the actual game. Sometimes I just go for the whole festivities. And But, yeah, really enjoy it, absolutely love it. And, you know, the show I go on is mainly... Uh, geared towards USA and sports betting. So, you know, we're promoting the CFL into the USA a lot. So that's a lot of fun as well. Okay. Uh, hockey, any relationship with hockey? i got to ask you that. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I don't love it as much as I used to. CFL, NFL and AFL are my big three. I obviously watch the Oilers. Um, I was on Off the Record the day that Marty McSorley got in trouble for bashing Donald, Donald Brashear and it was in the uh, Vancouver court so that was a lot of fun to talk hockey on off the record and Simon Whitfield the Olympic gold medalist was on that day from Australia, he's from Canada but he won the triathlon so that was probably my biggest hockey story but yeah, I follow it, absolutely I do and watch as much as I can and talking about the uh, Battle of Alberta well the real Battle of Alberta has been more the CFL lately than the uh, Oilers and the Flames, but I know I'm not allowed to say those three words for the football. I know that. So I say Battle of Alberta. So I put three A's on the end of it, then I can't get in trouble with the Oilers boss, right? Well, I think as long as you're not making money off it, you can you can do it because I say it all the time. So, I think, oh, I, as long, right, yeah, I think it's as long as you're not promoting like uh, something that hey, come come to my Battle of Alberta party and I'm going to make ten thousand uh, dollars. Well, we oh. we could try that. Okay. Well, uh, you you, uh, you, you got to like. Were you always uh, like this this energetic and because you mentioned like you do you also do comedy? Like, why do you call yourself a comedy media guy as well? Oh, well, Gabe Renzi, who uh, is from Montreal, and he's worked all over the place. I've been on his show for nearly 20 years, once a week, and we have a lot of laughs, and I just I mix in comedy with sports so um, and caught a lot of footage with CFL fans. And even the Elks games now, I stand in the end zone near the scoreboard and just get some good pictures, some good videos, some funny fellas. And uh, so, yeah, I mix sports. With sports comedy. Are you going to uh, Calgary Monday? You're going to be able to be in the crowd for Labor Day? 
Yeah, I am actually, and we're staying down with a girlfriend. We're staying at Motel Village on Monday night. Got the Tuesday off work because it's often not fair on her driving back and getting home at 10 o'clock at night. So, yeah, uh, our buddy, you know him, Section O, the helmeted guy, the Elks yeah. fan, Eskimos fan, he has organised tickets, and he told me there's like 35 of us all sitting together on the Elks side. So it's going to be great. hope it's not too hot, but it's going to be fun time and sitting with all the Elks fans. And as you know, I've been doing the Go Elks show. So like I go most years. Actually, one year I was on your bus, the 6.30 Chad bus. I was on that a few years ago. Yeah, my buddy uh, Big Sammy asked me on that. So, yeah, it's a great weekend. Okay, uh, now we'll close it off here. We'll tie it all together. Who's uh, Who's playing tonight? In the uh, AFL, and is it sorry? Is it near the end of the year, or at, like how? Where are we here? Yeah, it's the first week of the finals, and the two games have happened already, and both the underdogs are won, so the dogs are barking tonight. It's the Collie Wobble Magpies versus the Geelong Cats at twelve thirty-five our time. Then at four ten a.m., it's the Western Bulldogs versus the Fremantle Dockers over there in the great city of Perth. Okay, uh, so this is, you called it the finals, but that's not the same thing that Canadians might, because the finals is like the playoffs. So the, the grand final is still a f- couple weeks away, right? The, act- yes, the actual championship game? Okay. Yeah, yes, yes. We call it the finals, you call it the playoffs. So it's four weeks of AFL finals slash playoffs. And then the big grand final or the Grey Cup or Super Bowl, it is—it was started about, it's good. They kept it the daytime in Australia, which is great because it comes on at 10.30 at night, our uh, Edmonton time, in about uh, four weeks' time. So 100,000 people at the MCG in Melbourne. And, uh, yeah, it's great. We have an Edmonton Aussie football team here. And we all get together at a bar and recruit players on that night and everything. So it's a lot of fun. Okay, and they use that format, right, where the the higher teams get an extra life than the lower-ranked teams? I I find that very interesting. Yes, absolutely. They've changed it from the top six to the top eight. So two teams have gone out in the last couple of days, and then uh, the Sydney Swans won last night. So they now are in a nice position to uh, go all the way to the grand final. But the Geelong Cats are looking really good as well. Okay, yeah, I just brought up the bracket. They're the they're, they're, so so Richmond is out, and but Melbourne lost, but they get a second life. They get to play uh, Brisbane. Yes, Melbourne. Yes, Melbourne Demons are the reigning premiers, and I okay. thought they might have just won last night, but I'm keen on the Sydney Swans as well. So I think it'll be between the Demons, the Swans, and the Cats there. They're my three picks. Two of those teams, I think, will make it. But, hey, if someone comes from eighth position or seventh, that makes it even more exciting as well. Awesome. Okay, Mick, well, this was great to meet you over the over the phone. Hopefully we're going to meet in person someday. Thanks for telling your story. Thanks for bringing a lot of fun energy to the show. Enjoy Labor Day and all the best. We'll see you down the road. Yeah, thanks, man. And go Elks, eh? Hope they get a win. There we go. That is Mick Ozzie. Get him on Twitter. M-Y-K, Aussie, A-U-S-S-I-E. He is a fun guy, as I'm sure you uh, gathered from that interview with a lot of great stories. And uh, so this was big, his big three. Stoff and I were talking on his show earlier this week, three favorite sports. For him, it's 
CFL, NFL, and Australian rules football, and they are in their playoffs. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on the show, Mick. Back to close it out. A couple of minutes. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Dreisaitl skating in Edmonton this week. Players starting to roll into town. The uh, informal skates getting ready for training camp. All right, Mick Ozzy. He was a lot of fun. Derek, you enjoyed listening to him? So much. What a great guy. I'd love to meet him in person. And uh, I, I know listeners love the accents. I remember once I had a uh, couple of uh, Scottish uh, Scottish players from FC Edmonton on the show. They came in studio. This was several years ago. And a guy wrote in and he said, Reed, my girlfriend's going to leave me. So you know has a crush on these two players and their accents. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to fall in love with that accent. Yeah, Mick uh, bringing the Australian accent. That was really good. How about this? I, I, I did not see this coming. Ottawa up 28-16 on the Alouettes, and that's with a little less than 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter for Friday Night Football. The Blue Jays in the ninth, now up 4 nothing on the Pirates, so they're trying to close that one out. We had Ryan Murray on the show earlier as uh, he has been signed by the Edmonton Oilers one year, $750,000. You can look for that interview wherever you get your Inside Sports podcast. If if Derek doesn't already have it up, he will soon on 630Ched.com as well. Besides uh, Ryan Murray and Mick Ozzie, you also heard from double-E legend Danny Bass and Dave Campbell hopped on the show as well to preview the Labor Day Classic. It's on 630Ched on Monday with the countdown to kickoff at 1. Game is at 2.30. Inside Sports will follow the points after show on monday with a live edition of the program i look forward to bringing you that dave campbell's the producer of the show Derek scott is your studio producer hey maybe i'll see you at def leopard have a great long weekend